This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Botox Cosmetic. Out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The question was asked. Ryan Sweeney provided the answer. Stevenage nil, Mansfield Town 1 moves the Stags ever closer to the elusive safety margin. Some would argue that we're safe right now. The maths says slightly otherwise. 11 point buffer, 12 points left to play for. But what a gigantic step Mansfield Town took this afternoon as Ryan Sweeney's first half goal sees the Stags beat Stevenage, put a long awaited three points on the board and alleviate some fears. A clean sheet to boot on a sunny afternoon. This is the Cooldown post-match reaction show. Get your comments in now. Have your say on your team as the Stags get three long-awaited points and move a step closer to mathematically securing League Two at last. Four games to go. So Ryan Sweeney, the hero, is his first half strike is the difference between the Stags and Stevenage at Stevenage this afternoon. Three points very much on the board. Mansfield Town is closer to League Two safety, as we say. 11-point buffer, 12 points left to play for. But Nathan Edge, following that three points, that surely, surely alleviates any fear. It has done, to, right? I've done some quick math in my head. So this could be wrong, but I don't think it is. Right, base, bear in mind, obviously, four games left. They have to now win all four. And because of goal difference, they basically, if, if we lost them all by 1-0, um, they need to win by 5-0 for each of those games. So I think we're safe. <laughs> yeah. Based I, on that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it, it, was, it would be ridiculous to see, um, you know, it, it be otherwise. But 
I don't know. I just I just feel after that today, I think we've put in a decent performance. You know, we defended well enough. We did did our jobs. Scored a decent goal from a set piece. Probably could have had a couple more, but it was a, a tight game in terms of open chances. And, you know, we, we did what was asked of us this afternoon, and that was just to go out and play with a little bit more freedom and, and take a chance when it came along. Yeah, I mean, by all means, it wasn't the uh, the ultimate performance. We, we weren't at our, at our best, but... We weren't at our worst, you know. It was um, you know, a, a better than average performance by, uh, you know, by, by by basically all of them out there. Um, you know, but the, the the important thing is we we took a chance, you know, from a set piece that we 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 don't seem to, you know, we're not we're not a team that's most threatening from set pieces. So uh, it's good to see we've uh, we've managed to take a chance from from somewhere. And uh, you know, defensively we've 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 done we've done well. You know, we we had we had a point in the start of the second half where we, we was a bit slow uh, and we, we start letting them in. Uh, you know, Aidan Stone made a, a couple of decent stops and uh, and then we, we slowly sort of clawed our way back into, you know, into, into relatively comfortness of, you know, controlling the game. And uh, yeah, you know, we, we, des- we deserve the win overall. I think we, we de- definitely deserve the three points, you know, compared to, to Stevenage. Yeah, absolutely. Keep your comments coming in. Have your say on your team. Uh, Tim has kicked us off this early lunchtime this afternoon uh, saying, great win, but why do we always start the second half so badly when we are winning at half time? Ethan, huge win. Come on, you stags. Brilliant hard battling performance. No errors, errors just what was required. Massive win, says Wayne. Well done, stags. Uh, I think we are safe now, and now we can start building for next season in League Two. Come on, you stags. Uh, great win, worked hard, but Stevenage did, did a Mansfield and missed two very uh, easy chances. Answers. safe now one thinks yeah absolutely of course like Nathan said they've got to pretty much win every single game by a huge goal difference we've got to lose by uh, a huge goal difference but Nath um you know the maths we, we, we let's just do them let's just get the mathematical side of it ticked off as well so that little tiny voice in your head which is saying it could still happen uh is, is you know shot and and like gone. like like a mem- any cast member on line of duty is eradicated by the OCG and gone for good silenced yeah i mean it's like most of liangol's shots have been they've gone <laughs> over the stand out of mansfield you know it's gone not not never to be thought of again um yeah no like i say the the maths now like i say even though you know we were saying before match before the game obviously a win for us and a loss a loss for south end obviously they they've drew today mm. so they have picked up a point so for them, survival is still possible because they're still looking at, at Colchester, so uh, who are obviously kicking off um, later on. So it's still alive for them to catch Colchester, but not to catch us. Like I said, it's the they they've got to win every game. You know, even three wins and a draw won't do it for them. So they've got to win every game. We've got to lose every game, and there's got to be a big, big, big um, goal difference swing there. So uh, I'm. I would put my house on it quite comfortably. My house here, my house in Spain, I, mean, I put it on, we're, we're staying up. I mean, you could say that, and you said your house here, your house in Spain, but you've still got one other house, so you'd all still right. be all right. <laughs> <laughs> you, need to put all, you need to be confident, mate, and put all three of on, on but, you know, it's all good. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, good I mean, it's still Mansford, so I'm still setting myself one out. I'm not, I'm not going all out there. <laughs> I don't blame you at all until the math says absolutely everything. But, you know, a big, big performance. And I think that's uh, eradicated a lot of fears because I think, you know, had we drew this afternoon and, you know, they drew and, it, and nothing would have changed, it would have just gone on and on in your head. But, you know, I think we needed that because it, in all, the win has been a long time coming. I think it's our yeah. first, I think we've only won three 
since uh, the break, which is, you know, late Jan, early Feb now, which seems a very long time away. Um, a lot of games as well uh, away. So, you know, for us and for the camp, that's that's a very, very good uh, good victory this afternoon. Yeah, I think, is it now, I reckon it's probably 3-18, in 18, around that mark. Yeah. So that's a, that's a lot of games. I mean, fair enough, we have drawn a lot of those. So it's probably not as bad as it sounds. We have still been picking up points. We have been ticking over in, in that aspect. So, you know, it, it's, it certainly could have been worse. It could have been, you know, you look at Colchester, for example, theirs have been, theirs have been worse. Um, so at least we've been picking up those points. But yeah, you're, you're right. Absolutely. The bit, bit like I said in the, the pre-match Facebook exclusive, um, now, obviously now it was about just making sure we are safe. Like I said, I think we've ticked that box now. Mm. I think it's now about a matter of um, picking up some wins between now and the end of the season and just ending the campaign on a positive. Because we haven't done that uh, in, in past seasons. You know, you look at the last three or four seasons, they've all been massive disappointments at the end, whether it's been dropping out of yeah. promotion into playoffs and losing playoffs, or if it's been dropping out of playoffs sort of right near the end or being so close to it and then just not making it. So, you know, this is um, a, a very different end to a season obviously it's overall been a poor campaign but if we can finish on some good results get a few wins in there and um you know hopefully those players that do stick around for you know at Mansfield next season they'll go in a bit into summer a bit more positive and come back a bit fresher uh, you know mentally um and hopefully you know the, the the mentality around the you know the whole club will, will take a shift and that's what we sort of need to start building for next season. Yeah, absolutely. And building for next season is, is key. You know, you sort of mentioned uh, about ending the season on a high. One thing which was really, really frustrating me was looking at our wins tally and seeing nine wins. Getting to that double figure mark for me, I, I think, was critical. Um, we've got 10 league wins now. Um, I'd like to potentially see us um, balance out, um, you know, wins and defeats. I, I think that would be... A, a decent achievement obviously 13 defeats four games left to go so it is doable um to get to, to 13 wins even 14 and end the season um on a high but uh, yeah I'd, I'd definitely like to try and see us get a couple more wins on the board maybe finish on 12 that'd be that'd be uh, a, a good enough um return for me um you know 49 points to get past that 50 point mark would be great and and to uh, to to get up there but Again, I think it's it's just about trying to finish as strongly as we can and take some momentum into last season. Because, like you say, it's uh, the last few seasons the way it's finished has been very, very disappointing indeed and hard to swallow. So, to take some new bounce into a new season would be great because you can see how the end of every season has impacted on the start of the next. You know, you look at the um, especially the, the playoff season where we lost out. It, it took us so long to to get going, and then again. Uh, last season then again this season really so um yeah a little bit of momentum would be great and to see players uh fighting uh fighting for the shirts um get some more comments coming in let's go to some more now um william says great win hopefully secures our safety would love to know uh, where we would be in the table if you had stopped all of our games at 85 minutes yeah certainly something we'll, we might look at for towards the end of the season uh, when we uh, delve into that uh, Gary says Cluffy got his tactics and substitutions spot on today Stevenage are a good side yeah let's delve into that a little bit uh, one change to the lineup today Ollie Clark missed out uh, Jamie Reid came back in uh, subtle change as well in terms of the formation we switched from that 4-4-2 diamond uh, back to the 4-3-3 with Sinclair Reid and Bowery all up front um, and for the most part 
part, we looked quite uh, quite strong with that, especially sort of trying to uh, break away through the midfield. Yeah, as I say, it was, we were sort of hoping for that, wasn't we? That re- reverting back to that with the sort of personnel in the in the team having um, you know sort of Laxley in there, and obviously the the addition of Terry Sinclair out there that we haven't really seen in a front three. So um, you know, we was hoping that would bring us a bit of um, you know at least going forward a, a bit more fluidity to our play, which uh, I, I think through through parts of it, it, it did. Um, like I said, it, it, we wasn't, we didn't blow Stevening out of the water by any mean, but we, we were improved. I, I'd probably say the last few games, last three games, we have actually been much better. We've been sort of relatively solid um, and, and performances have been, like I say, just, just above average. And that's been enough to pick us up a, a decent amount of points. So um, you know, it, it was uh, it was good, and, and like the comment said, I do think his his changes were just did did it for us today. You know, there weren't huge changes. You know, I think it was certainly the first change bringing Clark on for Quinn, wasn't it? Um, again, probably more about thinking about legs in the midfield mm. there. I thought Law was great when he came on as well. Uh, Lapsley probably again probably was under, under par a little bit today. He struggled coming back from injury, but Law came in and, and did very well. So, uh, yeah, I agree with that comment about the substitutions, that's for sure. Yeah, certainly so. Uh, keep your comments coming in. Um, uh, where was it? I've lost some, I've lost the comments now. Where have they gone? Um, Jamie asked, uh, how do we place there? Of course, he missed the game and didn't get to see it. To be honest, Jamie, I can't really tell you that much because I follow. Was that shocking? <laughs> um, I, like Nathan, I think I listened to most of it today rather than actually watched. Um, I thought, honestly, today... I, I thank my lucky stars and cross absolutely everything I've got and get every little bit of superstition I can that we can go to every game next season because if I never have to watch a game on I follow again, it will be too soon. Today was absolutely woeful. Um, it's only by virtue of the fact we've won that I don't want my money back because the camera was so shaky um, and and just... Well, yeah, the camera was so shaky, it, it felt like... It was just blowing over all the time. Um, the It was at least a minute behind play, two or three passes behind play. And then obviously the commentary is always dubbed over the top of it through the, the studios, wherever they're based. And the commentary was at least 20, 30 seconds ahead of um, the, the video. Uh, Sinclair had a shot from way out. And obviously Martin always gets excited when there's a shot. Um, so I thought we'd scored. And obviously, you know sort of was halfway up to jump and celebrate so we only see the goalkeeper smother it and it wasn't as much of a <laughs> uh, an effort as what I thought it was going to be so uh, I can't actually tell you I mean performance I, I mean the audio wasn't much better no. like, about three times it actually kicked me I couldn't first of all I couldn't even get it on in the first place yeah when it came to the start of the game I, mean, uh, I eventually got it on and it kicked me out about three times um, and then every time I tried to log in it said service on the I missed the last seven minutes of the first half yeah. So uh, yeah, it's, it's a good job we've won, and obviously it's not it's not the club's fault or Martin no. Dean's fault. No, and um, that should be pointed out. But uh, I think at EFL, you know, the, that was a poor service they provided today. Yeah, so the I think broadcast actually, company uh, need to. As much as I hate saying about re, you know refunds, I, I hate when people ask for a refund because your team's lost. That does my head in. But yeah, that was it was not about that today. It was about the service. That was the only way you could access. Them. It was like you know if you went to the match and they put a big curtain in front of it or. <laughs> You know, something like that. You want, you'd want your money back, wouldn't you? Yeah. You haven't got, you can't see the game. So it was frustrating. That's the only 
well, that and the referee at points were the only negatives out of today for me. Yeah, it was it was one of the... I mean, last couple of days, tech-wise, I know a few people had this yesterday, actually. Uh, I was midway through a football manager save and my laptop decided that it wanted to completely crash and um, I had to reset it and uh, restore it. Uh, then I, yeah, I did it, set it up to watch the game today because my dad's not here. Um, we usually watch it on his. Um, did exactly the same. I'd, it was all re- ready to go. I went back in here after the show and it, it crashed. It was midway through through reloading. So quick substitution in the laptop stakes. And then, like you say, it kept kicking you out. And when I went on Facebook, I discovered that it wasn't just me. I thought I'd, I'd walked under a ladder or something, but I'm glad it wasn't <laughs> just me. But uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it, I mean, it could Thanks be worse. Worry, Jamie, you didn't, you didn't miss too much. Yeah, absolutely. Because the well, you you might have done. We all did. Um, <laughs> Jim had it back. Jim, I think Jim had the the worst uh, experience of all, uh, all of us all. He says that my eye follow cut out for the goal. Well, yeah, exactly. Oh. That was probably the only bit of the game worth it. Um, uh, it was it was fun. So there you go. Uh, keep your comments uh, coming in uh, on that. Lots of you getting in touch on it as well. Um, William says uh, lip sync was lip sync was awful on iFollow. Hearing about the past before it happened, um, Tim says here in Brazil my iFollow was uh, not bad. My audio was five seconds in front of the images. Well, we'll put that down to being in Brazil, but there you go. Um, it's oh, I don't know. It's one of those. Let's go back to some uh, normal comments. Um, Tim says thinking of next season, two points. Uh, one clock added nothing when he came on. Two Bowery and Reed are not target men. Not only do they lose the ball um, almost every time, they commit far too many fouls at the same time. Yeah, it's uh, an interesting one, isn't it? Because you'd look at Bowery's figure, you'd look at his prowess, and you'd think out and out target men. Personally, I think he's a lot better when he's on the left hand side of that front three and uh, got to run with the ball. You know, it's by the by. We are where we are with strikers. Um, I think Reed, with a little bit of development, will be a, a good player. Um, I think. I think had he had more competition this season, Nath, especially the second half of the season, we'd have got a lot more from him. But again, it's the fact that there's nobody there. It's, he literally knows he's got a game. Mm, I mean, to be honest, I think if we had uh, a lot more competition, I don't think we're seeing anywhere near as much of him, <laughs> to, be, to be brutally honest. Um, yeah, I, obviously, we'll, we'll certainly go through this at the end of the season when we when we predict and discuss the retain list, etc., um, and it's it's a difficult one because we've had with certain players throughout the the season we've had spells where you think actually yeah no they are good players you can get something out of them and then but then it's been very inconsistent and I think the whole squad's guilty of it and then you can also look at it on an individual basis as well so you know you you could even say you could even look at Laps' performance over the last couple of games and say he's not good enough but you know he is so yeah. I think there's certain situations where you you maybe have to look at the bigger picture and think actually that player with a few better players around them would would they actually go up you know move up to their level sometimes if the whole team's playing badly you get dragged down to that level as well so um you know i think Clough's got a very difficult sort of job on his hands in deciding obviously he's got he's got his players he's got his targets that he wants to bring in but some of the players that are here i think he'll be thinking you know actually i do know they can bring something to this team but how difficult it's going to get it out of them so and on a consistent basis. So that's the issue he's going to face. Yeah, that's a big challenge because we've seen it time and time again. This squad have got the potential to you know go and really, really challenge at the top end of the table. But they've also got the potential to crumble like nothing you've ever seen before and be absolutely relegation fodder. So um, it, it's... Um, 
Oh, no, I, I was going to do it, but no, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do. I can't think of a, de- a, a dodgy like, enough one to do. It's like yeah. those words. Yeah, I know. That's it. You, you switch. You switch off. I'm not going to lose his viewers by doing it. I'm. I'm. No, I won't. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I mean, it. even I've used one about the whole curtain situation. So I mean, well, I, that's I true. But that was that was one which made sense. So there you go. But <laughs> I don't know. It's it's an interesting one for sure. And I think the next five games i think clough will be looking at it um in terms of uh you know personnel and what have you in, in terms of steps step one is to get mathematically safe and we are 99.9999999999% there now um tuesday will do it Re- results pending obviously um even if we win and they and they win on tuesday you know i think i think it'll do it anyway um but um you know it, it's one of those isn't it where that's step one, and then step two is to evaluate. And over these next four games, for me, I think Clough has really got to lay down the gauntlet of, if you want to be here and be part of my plans and part of success for next season, you need to really show it because it's all right showing it one out of ten, but you know one out of ten is not gonna. That, that's not. It's, it's not gonna win you. It's not. It's not gonna win success. It's. No. You know, one. Yeah, it, it's. Look at it in this way: If you were a train, and then you know, you were and you were supposed to arrive on the hour every hour, but you only manage that one out of the seven days a week, then you know you're not doing your service, you're not doing your job, you're not providing. It's not good enough. It's not at the standard where it needs to be. And there are other players, wider players out there that can go out there and, and do that and Clough being the manager he is, the experience that he's got, the recruitment team around him the context that he's got, will not stand for you know, 1 out of 7, 1 out of 10, he wants 10 out of 10 7 out of 7, he wants 100% and more and I think there's a lot of players now um, and I think a few players that names that might surprise you but there's a lot of players for me that I've got to absolutely step up and perform because for me, I, I I see 70, 80% of this squad that are playing week in, week out are playing because there's no other option. Yeah, I agree. That's And I think that's been the case for for the majority of the season. There's just... We, I mean, we've been sat here sort of frustrated a lot of weeks saying about why have we not made any more changes? You know, why have we not made any changes, as a matter of fact? But I think it's been quite clear to see. I mean, obviously, a lot of the time has been due to injuries, but... A lot of it's because we just haven't. He doesn't obviously think the players to come in are, are good enough. So basically, that that means those players on the pitch have, have got to play because he truly believes that they're the they're the best players to go and do the job. But they they've been running empty a lot of the time. So it's been making things worse for us in a, in, a, in a sense. But it was it, it said it all um, just after I, I think it was early February. I remember you know Nigel Clough saying about. Um, just an example here about Jamie Reid. He said, you know, he even said Jamie Reid is probably going to play every every game or most games up to the end of the season. And you don't ever really hear that from a manager at that stage of the season. They're normally saying, well, whoever plays, you know, it's a competition. Whoever's in form will take the shirt. But him coming out and openly saying that basically says that there's nobody really to come in and, and take his place. So we are clearly struggling in, in the, you know, in, in depth for the the this squad. And that's something that'll have to be, um, you know, rectified in, in the summer as best as it can be. Um, so yeah, it's now a matter of for the remainder of the season. Is I think it's these players, one have to show that either they 
they want to step up and be here for, for next season or two they have to put themselves in the shot window because uh, again like I said previously uh, you know before the match for anyone that wasn't wasn't here um, we've got a lot of players in, on two-year contracts that you know that not our, not our contract this summer but so be next year if we want to get rid of them they're not going to get rid of, you know they're not going no one's going to come in for them if then one not playing well or two not playing at all so they kind of need to be on the pitch to to show other teams that they're yeah, they're they're worth getting. So we've kind of <laughs> got to play them in a sense to, even if we don't want them here next season, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Gary says players out of contract, I'm sure, will be released. Those on two-year deals with us uh, are with us next season, unless uh, offers come in. I don't think they will be. I think Nigel Clough will do a, a lot of uh, shifting around. I think his his uh, recruitment team and his backroom staff will certainly look at moving those on. If you know whether whether it be loans, paid for loans or whatever, um, then uh, you know I, I think. I just I don't think just because you've got a contract means that you're going to stay. I think it's you've got to a earn the the right to stay and and b compete. And if you want further proof of that, look at the what what he said about um, Jimmy Knowles and and players like that. Um, you know he's out on loan at the minute, playing well. He'll have an opportunity to to come in and and show us what he can do in preseason. Uh, Joe Riley's been out injured obviously all season. Uh, would have been an option for us at right back and. Um, and things like that. He'll get an opportunity in pre-season if he's uh, if he's over the worst of his injury to, to fight for what he can do. But it, it's not a given. You, you've got to fight for it. Just because you, you, you've got a contract or just because uh, whatever does not mean that you will have a Mansfield Town shirt next season. And, and for me, we saw a lot of overturned and, and lots of ins and outs last summer. But I honestly think this summer, this is going to be the biggest clean-out, rebuild that Mansfield Town have seen probably since Paul Cox came in um, and had literally no squad. I, I think I've got to agree. Um, you know, going on to that, the point you were making there sort of about the the players in contracts, how you still think he'll try and shift them. Well, two prime examples, as in Nicky Maynard and Andy Cook as well. Because, you mm. you know, but there's many arguments why you say you you. you, you we probably could have done with them in it. You know, it, we've been over that many times, but even so, um, they've clearly not been part of his plans. They, they are under contract, obviously. Um, well, you know, for, to the rest of the season, certainly in Nicky Maynard, Andy Cook may be longer, but he's still, um, you know, let them go out. Same with Roland Meneese as well. Mayonnaise. Um Another example. So that to me says that if the opportunity is there at all to get them out, like you say, even if it's on a loan, I think he's going to do it. Even even if he doesn't have the numbers in the squad, in a sense. I think he just yeah. wants the players that are right for for him and the team that he's wanting to build. And do you know what? That's a very good point to talk about because we've spoken so much, and I know we'll delve into it a lot more at the end of the season, but in the here and now we've so con- spoken so much about having a threadbare squad and, and things like that but I would rather have a threadbare squad and players hungry to compete and hungry to buy a shirt and to get a shirt you know look at the opportunities this has given Tyree Sinclair Jason Law for, for two Keaton Ward another one obviously got the opportunity to come back and fight via a trial those three players two especially in Law and Sinclair, would not have got a chance at all, um, in my opinion, had we kept the likes of O'Driscoll, um, Menayese, Cook, Maynard, because eventually down the line, you know, 
Clough may have called upon them because they're more senior, in inverted commas. But whilst they're not in the squad, for every single week they are not in the squad, for every single day in training that they are not in the match day 18-19 bubble, that causes them mentally, attitude-wise, um, a negative. And trust me, when you are in a place that you do not want to be, that you feel that you cannot progress in, it gets in here, it gets in your head, and it becomes that negativity spreads to everybody else. I've perhaps been guilty of it myself. I've certainly been, I've certainly seen it from other people, and it's never a nice environment to be in, especially within a dressing room when you are fighting tooth and, and claw to try and stay away from a drop zone and try and pick up some some momentum. The most important thing is to have a collective togetherness who are all moving in one direction rather than one or two that are sitting in the corner going, I'd have scored that. Yeah, I think um, sometimes as supporters, I think we're, we, we're a bit guilty of maybe just looking at, at too black and white by, by you looking at mm. the, the, the players as an individual saying ability-wise and saying that player's better than that player why would you let them go without actually sometimes actually thinking about you know we don't really know sometimes we find out in stag stories years later and and so on but we don't always know exactly what's going on in that dressing room just dressing room or sometimes not even in the dressing room sometimes even just as a an, on an individual basis player by player some players might not be happy in the area some people just want to change there's there's all sorts of different factors into players moving around, you know, from, from club to club, uh, you know, every, every single season. It's same for every club. And I think that that's in a way probably, well, I don't think probably, I think highly likely down to the, some of the businesses that we saw in January, like I say, with, with Andy Cook and, and Nicky Maynard. And they said they wanted football. Cook said they wasn't going to really get it here. So they gave him the opportunity to move on. It's as simple as, uh, as as that. And, well, I say simple as that. I still think there's probably more to it as well. But mm. the, the, it's not always about that player being or potentially having the you know more ability than the others. It's about there's more to it. And like you said, by them leaving, what that has enabled is, is more attention and more opportunity for development for the likes of Tyrese Sinclair, Jason Law, you know, and, and Keaton Ward. And yes, we need to certainly get, um, you know, strength in depth for next season. We obviously don't want to be as spread there as we have been, but there are positives in having a a smaller squad. I don't, I certainly don't want us to see you go have 25, 30, 30 players, you know, but I certainly don't think that's, a, you know, a good approach, but having a, a decent, um, you know, core of the team and some experience in there, but then, ensuring you can also utilize your young players as well i think that's the way we need to go going forward and if you want a very another very brief positive on that in allowing the likes of jason law tyree sinclair to get significant game time now i'm not talking 10 minutes off the bench i'm talking a good chunk of playing 8 to 10 8 to 12 games 90 minutes that's allowed them to develop and put them on the map and even if they don't progress with us next season and, and don't, you know, don't get regular football with us next season, it's put them in the shop window and ultimately means rather than releasing them at the end of the season for free to be picked up by somebody maybe in the conference or another team in League Two who then goes on to sell them six months later. Look at Max Waters uh, Crawley, prime example in that. Um, you know, we've developed them and now we can actually maybe recoup something for them. And it, it's it's that it's getting the positives from what you think are negatives and like you said I think it's a little bit of thinking about thinking in, in colour 
not as much as thinking in, in black and white. There's always a little bit more to it and there's always some sort of light in it. Uh, let's have a couple more comments uh, from you guys. Uh, Tim says, remember that before, Clough, none of the players even had a regular position in the lineup. We didn't even have a first choice players for most positions. At least now we have a fair idea of where a player can play and continue. And yeah, that's a, an excellent point by Tim there, isn't it, Nath? Because that's one thing that Clough mentioned very, very early on and, and has continued to do so in different ways. Uh, throughout his tenure so far and that's to say it's about establishing a team establishing positions and having a look at what we've got and that's what he's done in the areas you know he's, we, we go back to Tyrese Sinclair and Jason Law we've got two players there who can who have come into the attacking positions that wouldn't have got the opportunity you know James Perch prime example a defender we never thought we had yeah um, it's a they, I think they're probably the, the best examples to give. And uh, I think Richard Cooper gets gets a lot of credit yep. for, for uh, James Perch, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, you know, we, like I say, we, it's sometimes, um, you know, I would say sometimes we have a lot of frustration from ourselves and from fans about teams being, um, let's say, team lineups being unchanged on, on occasions. But, like I say, you have got the flip, flip side to the coin where at least we do know what, not necessarily what what we, you know, every fan has their own opinions. Not necessarily what we think is the strongest eleven, but the most important thing is I think certainly Clough knows what his strongest eleven is, uh, and he does try and stick at it the best he can. So, you know, that's that is a positive in a, in, a, in a sense as long as he he's not afraid to to change it when he has to. And sometimes, you know, my own criticism to Nigel Clough. Sometimes I think he can be a bit more stubborn with it, but he probably has his reasons for it. I think he has belief in in, uh, in players that they will come good but you know at least he does have an idea of what is uh what his best team is and, and when he does get better players into that team you know then you do want him to stick by them don't you that, that that's when you think then you have a bit of consistency in your in your match day squad and hopefully if we are performing well results will follow yeah, fingers crossed on that. A uh, big result for us today. Uh, time now to start thinking about your Man of the Match votes. Get them in the comments right now. Have your say on your team. Let us know who you want to see as your Mansfield Matters Man of the Match. We're going to delve into some individual performances, no doubt, in a minute as a result of that. Nathan's thinking of his. I'm thinking of mine. Whilst we do that, though, it's time to head around the grounds in Skybet League 2 this afternoon and uh, get the picture from elsewhere, of course. Uh, most games kicked off at half 12. One game kicking off at half past five due the current uh, funeral which is ongoing uh, for his royal highness let's have a little look though at the picture around skybet league 2 on this glorious saturday afternoon <laughs> So the Stags 1-0 winners at Stevenage. Elsewhere this afternoon, finished Carlisle United 0, Port Vale 0. Same scoreline between Exeter and Southend. Forest Green, uh, despite having no manager at the moment, of course, Mark Cooper let go last week. Back to winning ways, 3-2 win over Scunthorpe. Grimsby, bottom of the league there. Keep, they keep fighting and that fight keeps going on at the expense of Bolton this afternoon. Grimsby 2, Bolton 1. Well done, Grimsby. Same scoreline between Harrogate and Bradford. Harrogate, the winners in that one. Leighton Orient 2, Barrow 0. Game of the day at Morecambe. They were 3-1 up at half-time against Oldham. It finished 4-3 in Morecambe's favour. Newport 0, Cambridge 1. A result which sees them extend their lead at the top of the table. And Tranmere 0, Salford City 0. 
get your man of the match votes coming in of course in terms of the Skybet league table as I say it's Cambridge United who lead the way at the top however second place Cheltenham have a game in hand two points behind them Bolton in third on 70 points Morecambe in fourth they're within touching distance of an automatic promotion place two on 69 points then it's Tranmere, Forest Green and Newport in the playoffs Exeter just outside on 61 points dropping all the way down to the other end of the table then Stags in 18th place as it stands on 49 points. Warsaw, though, just below us in 19th. They play in the 5.30 kickoff, so the Stags could drop to 19th at the end of tonight's fixtures. Scunthorpe in 20th. They lost 3-2 today on 47 points, minus 13 goal difference. Barrow in 21st on minus 4 on 46 points. Then Colchester just above the drop zone um, who play in uh, that uh, 5.30 kickoff against Warsaw. Uh, they're on 41 points as it is. They won't move from 22nd though if they win. 41 points at the moment. South End in the drop zone. 42 games played, 8 wins. Um, 20 defeats though leaves them on 38 points. Grimsby, 2 1 win today with a game in hand over South End. 37 points. So in the battle at the bottom, for me now between three teams Colchester, South End, and Grimsby it is certainly hotting up to be an exciting race. Full fixture list pretty much on Tuesday. Barrow against Port Vale, Bolton, Carlisle, Bradford, Tranmere, Colchester, Southend, Forest Green, Grimsby, Grimsby, Morecambe, Harrogate against Oldham, Leighton Orient against Cambridge, Newport against Crawley, Stevenage against Cheltenham, Warsaw against, Sol uh, against Salford, and of course the Stags welcome Scunthorpe in a game which should touch wood secure mathematical safety. Get your votes coming in now for your Mansfield Man of the Matters Man of the Match where the Stags beat Stevenage by a goal to nil, courtesy of Ryan Sweeney's first half strike. Stevenage nil, Mansfield Town won. Then the full-time score, Ryan Sweeney, the the uh, goal scorer for Mansfield Town this afternoon. Um, well, Nathan Edge, who is going to be on your list of nominations? It's a tough one this afternoon for two reasons. One, of course, none of us really saw the game. Cheers, I follow. <laughs> and second, it was a bit drab. <laughs> oh, I mean, for the uh, I don't know twenty minutes that I got to watch of the whole game. Um, or should I should say I listened anyway because I only had the audio on. Um, I've got two names in the in the hat for me this afternoon. Okay, um, go, go for remember, it. Do, shall I go for them, or do you want to go for your bid as well? Well, I've I've got two. I can only put it for two. So interesting. We get the same ones. Yeah. So number one, you ready for this? You might like it. Aiden Stone. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but you know, he's uh, when he was called upon today, he uh, did everything he had to do. You know, a couple of good stops. Uh, you know, distribution was fine. You know, he didn't put a foot wrong at all. And I say sometimes he has come into a bit of criticism. Criticism was late, but today was a solid performance from him. So he's uh, he's one of my nominations. But the one I'm going to award it to is the goal scorer, the man who loves Stevenage, 
well at least playing against them Ryan Sweeney I mean are you sure you want to do that before I'm not trying to influence your decision but you told me off camera before that you know your prediction today was what well I I originally put us to win 1-0 with Ryan Sweeney to score and then I changed it in a moment of madness and I put us to lose 1-0 um Elliot List to score um and obviously now I'm regretting that decision very very much I mean, Sweeney has made you regret that decision, so are you sure you want to go with him? I am. I'm going to stick with him. Okay. Come to you as absolutely no surprise that my two are exactly the same. (laughs) Um, However, um, my choice, my vote does go to Aidan Stone. Um, It's it's a tough one for me. Do you know what? I'm going to break my own rules. I'm going to give a vote each. No, 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 not having it. All right. Go on, if you, you can make, give half a vote each. Nah, I can't do 0.5 of a vote, can I? No. <laughs> no go on, then call us to the mast. Let me, let me, de- I'll debate it in my own head. Get let's them go. Splinters out. Come I, on. I know. Let's, uh, let, let's debate it then. Uh, right. Obviously, I put on Instagram the other day that I'm leaving my job. Um, Ryan Sweeney sent me a lovely message saying thanks. Um, I wished him happy birthday as well. I said uh, this, said to him, uh, "You long overdue a goal." Um, and he went and scored one. Although I did say it'd be a bullet header. So, sort of, you know. But he still scored. So there's that to contend with. Then Aidan Stone was tremendous for me. Um, got some stick, slightly rightly, last time out for the goal which was conceded. George Maris deserved the same amount of stick. Um, but made four or five good saves today. And really, really did what you want a goalkeeper to do. Um Sweeney, I thought, was very, very good in the air, very good defensively. Obviously, you want a defender to challenge in the other box as well, and he did that on a couple of occasions, to be fair, as well, and took his goal very, very well. Um, same can be said for Farron Rawson, really. I thought he actually played played relatively okay today, so he gets some a bit of kudos. He gets my special mention. Um, Stone or Sweeney, where do I go with it? You've got a player who's, who's scored... And done well in defence to keep a clean sheet and played relatively well and not let much past him. Very good challenge in the first half as well um, in the early minutes, which, you know, if he gets that a split second wrong, that's a penalty and a book in. Um, but then you've got the goalkeeper. I mean, for me, in the in the position that we're in, we get a 1-0 lead. And how many times this season have we surrendered a one-goal lead or thrown it away or done something absolutely silly to, to give it away? Got Roughly percentage-wise, Nate, what, what, what would you be saying? It's got to be very high. Um, I think 50% of our defeats have been by throwing it away. Yeah, maybe even 60. So. And on that basis, what you want is you want your goalkeeper to, to have a good performance and, and to bail you out of the shit, really. And I thought Aidan Stone did that very, very well today. Uh, four or five comfortable saves. Marshalled his defence very, very well. Um, didn't put a foot wrong. And as much as a goal wins, as much as a goal wins as games, a goalkeeper wins your games as well. Sometimes, you know, he's the last line of defence. Um, so we, you know, he lets I'll one you of- out as well. Actually, you know, I think it was about I was either eighty-nine or ninety-one minutes as well. Sweeney gave away a free kick, and I thought, oh, here we go again. 
can't yes. remember what game yes, it was. Yes, he did. But yeah, I yeah. Costas, yes, I'm gonna be yes. human. <laughs> yes, I remember. He came off the bench, didn't he, that game? The game you're referring to, and went up front, yeah. and then gave away up the calamity front. free kick. Yeah, I remember it well. Do you know what? On that basis, are you changing your vote now as well? No, I'm sticking with mine. All right. On that basis, you made mine for me. Uh, Aiden Stone is my uh, Mansfield Matters uh, man of the match. Um, it's yes. Uh, Yes, yeah, so there you go. I agree with your special mention, though, for Faz Rawson, to be fair. Yeah. You know, we, we, we give him some stick, don't we? Uh, but And Clive will be delighted by this if he's, if he's watching at the moment. Clive's yeah, not got, Clive has not gone for him, to be honest. So, what is he doing? Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, Rawson could go and score three own goals, and Clive would be here saying, man of the match every day. Yes, that's true. The game he actually has a well, no, not actually has a decent game. That's that's not fair. But you know, he's been playing well of late and had a good game today. And, and no, no shout out from Clive. Come on, Clive, what are you doing? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he did earlier say uh, in the comments um, that Sweeney and Rawson played well, uh, but he gave his vote to to them. Oh, it's a tough one, isn't it? Let's go through some of the comments. I've tried to keep up with with a few of these and see where we are. Earlier on, somebody did say Sinclair. Um, then Gary kicked us off with a man of the match votes, as I can see in the comments, saying Rawson. Uh, William says, Stone made some good saves today. Nobody really played well, uh, played bad in my eyes, but he scored the winner. I vote for Sweeney for man of the match. Kathy, man of the match, Sweeney, much improved. Lawrence, Stone, man of the match for me. Richard, man of the match, Sweeney for that 30-yard thunderbolt. Um... Uh, Clive I'm, guessing said, his, 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 I'm guessing his feed went off as well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Clive says Sweeney. Uh, Wayne says Sweeney. Gary says you've convinced me, Craig. Rawson becomes Sweeney. Um, and uh, so it's it, it's sorry. Rawson becomes Stone. Sorry, I was reading it wrong. Uh, Gary, you've convinced me, Craig. Rawson becomes Stone. I've done the maths. It is a very very tight run thing. I mean, the the winner by a whisker is Ryan Sweeney. By one vote is Ryan Sweeney. Uh, Sinclair comes in at one vote. Rawson, one vote. Five for Stone, six for Sweeney. Congratulations and a belated happy birthday to Ryan Sweeney, who gets Mansfield Matters Man of the Match, the coveted tweet from Nathan Edge, and probably a goal bonus, which, to be fair, I think he should share with me, right? Well... I mean, that's fair, right? Message him saying hat trick is coming. Yeah. And then maybe we can talk about it. All right. Well, maybe we'll go along with that. Well, there you go. Uh, That's pretty much all we've got time for, to be honest. Uh, My thanks, as always, to Mr. Nathan Edge. We will see him again on Tuesday, barring any other business, where the Stags welcome Scunthorpe United to uh, to the One Call Stadium. Very quickly, Nath. Um, you know, if the baby is born between now and Tuesday, you've got to call him Ryan, right? <laughs> what, Ryan Sweeney Edge? Yes. Maybe if he's born on the day, at the exact minute, a goal goes oh, in. Oh, you're backing out, backing out of it now. You said you would earlier on. More from Nathan on Tuesday. Make sure you join us for the uh, Facebook Live exclusive um, for that one. 5.50 of course, 7 o'clock kickoff. so 5.50 on our Facebook page. Then as always, make sure you join us 15 minutes after the full-time whistle as we delve into the crux of the game. The cool-down post-match reaction show. Make sure you join us for that. Today, a long overdue win for the Stags. 1-0 away at Stevenage. Moves the Stags 11 points clear of the drop zone and South End in 23rd with 12 points left to play for. Realistically, safety was confirmed today. 
in terms of performance and results and everything and all the permutations. But the maths will always be in charge. We need to get a result on Tuesday. Make sure you join us. Join us. Join us. Join us. For what will be an adventurous countdown to the end. Four games to go in Skybet League 2. Safety. It's almost there. I can, I can touch it. I'm touching it. Oh. Let's get it on Tuesday, please. See you then. Have a great rest of the weekend. Stand by your door, Nathan. You never know when that, uh, when it might happen. Ryan Sweeney Edge is on the way. Well done. The views expressed in this broadcast are solely those of the individual. How bad is that? I didn't even manage to get it in time with the music. We'll try again Tuesday. Goodbye. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.